Hello, health warriors. This is Althea, your host, that posts the most info on diseases and other health conditions. Welcome to your health and views. Are you ready to join the war on various health crises? Are you motivated to take your health in your hands? Are you fired up to put the lid on sickness and diseases? If so, you are at the right place. Let's warm up. I promise tonight we're going to have a feast. So what's cooking? In the health bulletin, we are going to take on the beast called breast cancer. In the segment called Your Views, we will feature Black History Month. In Ground Bottom, we're going to feature the medicinal values of ginger. Then we'll have some short announcement and the final segment, Code Purple. That's where we feature missing children. Um, tonight especially, we want to talk a little bit about four-year-old Cody Bisbe, um, Bigsby that's missing from Hampton, Virginia. So, let's put a lid on it. Hi, my name is Althea, and today I come to share a well-kept secret about the beast called breast cancer with you. It is your boobs are your booze. Did you hear me? Your boobs are your booze. They are closer to you than your besties. And if you listen to the secrets they tell you about your breast health, you can put a squeeze on the number of women that die from breast cancer each year. At the end of this presentation, you will learn three objectives. One, common signs of breast cancer. Two, you will get a better understanding of this disease. And three, you will learn how to self-examine your breast. So, let's start pumping. First, I will give you an overview of the anatomy of the breast. So the medical name for the breast is mammary gland, but they are affectionately called the boobs. The breast lies on the pectoral muscle of the chest. In females, they are made of fat and special tissue that produce milk. 
Its size is determined by the amount of fatty tissue, and each breast is divided into four quadrants, which contains many lobes that further contains lobules. The lobes spread out around the nipple, connected by ducts. It is said they look like spokes in a bicycle wheel, the way they are spread out around the nipple. So the areola is a dark area that surrounds the nipple. And of course, the nipple is the external bulb of tissue from which a baby breastfeed. Milk ducts are the tubes that milk flows through, while the alveoli cells are clusters of cells that forms tissue and secretes milk. Did you know that one in every eight women will come down with breast cancer? Compare that with one in 1,000 men. That is why it is important for us to learn about our breast health and to catch this monster as soon as it raises its head. So don't go away. Here are some of the common signs of breast cancer. Lumps or thickening of breast tissue and under the armpit. Pain in breast and armpit. One breast getting larger than the other. Puckering or dimpling of the skin. Inverted nipples. Nipples that has rash crust or produces a discharge. Itching of the breast. Redness or swollenness of the breast. Okay? So those are the common signs. Now let's grab the beast by the horn as I tell you about the types and classification of breast cancer. So there are four broad types. There is non-invasive, there is invasive, recurrent, and metatastic. Then they can be further classified into non-invasive ductal, non-invasive lobular, invasive ductal carcinoma, invasive lobular cancer, inflammatory breast cancer, tubular breast cancer, colloid breast cancer, and metaplastic breast cancer. Are you still with me? Now, we're going to grab the beast by the horn as I delve into some juicy stuff about breast cancer because later on, I'm going to present some material that might be a little dry. So let's talk about the stages of breast cancer. 
there are five stages. We have stage zero, also referred to as DCIS, and that stands for ductal carcinoma in situ. Now, in that stage, there is about 20% of the cases of breast cancer seen. It's also called the early stage. And in that stage, the tumor has just begun to become malignant. Okay? In stage one, the tumor is small. It's less than two centimeters or three-quarter inches. And no cancer has spread to the lymph nodes as yet. Next, there is stage two. These tumors are larger than two centimeters or one inch. And no cancer is usually in the nodes. And if there are, they are very small and very few. Now, this cancer is getting worse when it reaches stage three. The tumor is usually greater than four to six centimeters. There is cancer in the lymph node. It might be inflammatory, um, and it may not have metastasized as yet. Then we have stage four, and stage four is the big kahuna in the room. Cancer of this stage has already spread to surrounding areas of the breast and other parts of the body, including the lymph nodes. Usually, it is this stage of breast cancer that patients die from. Okay? So, now before I go into the dry stuff, I'm going to put a little icing on your cake. So I'm going to tell you about the diagnostic methods that are used to diagnose breast cancer. And I'm going to give you some vocabulary words that will help you to understand what I'm going to discuss later. Okay? So diagnostic tests includes breast self-examination because you can catch your cancer of the breast if you do self-examination. Also, your doctor on a routine physical can examine your breast and check to see if um, you have breast cancer. There are ultrasounds that can be done. There are regular mammograms and there are diagnostic mammograms. There is MRI imaging. There's biopsies that can be taken directly from the breast. And then after that, the doctor usually performs a test called staging. And I'm going to explain what staging is later on. But there are a slew of other tests that can be done to diagnose breast cancer. There are a lot of cytological and histological tests that are performed. So this is just a general category. So now let me move into discussion 
of the vocabulary that you'll need. In order for you to understand the next section I'm going to discuss, I need to define some terms and abbreviations that um, I will be using. So the first one is the BRCA gene, BRCA 1 and 2. And BRCA stands for breast cancer gene 1 and 2. A few years ago, you may have remembered that Angelina Jolie had her two breasts removed because she inherits the um, BRCA gene. Okay? And what this gene does, if you are a woman, you have more risk. I think they said it's 60% risk of having breast cancer, ovarian, and pancreatic cancer. In men, the risk increase for them to have pancreatic, prostate, and breast cancer. Other abbreviations that you should know is ER. ER stands for estrogen receptor. PR stands for progesterone receptor. ER2 stands for human epidermal receptor. HR stands for hormone receptor. Receptors can be lightened to a light bulb. You turn the switch on and the light comes on and you turn the switch off and the light goes out. Receptors act on breast cells similarly. So basically receptors tell the cells how fast to grow or whether they are to grow normal. According to one source, hormone receptors are proteins that receive hormone signals and cue the cancer cell to grow. You should also familiarize yourself with the term triple negative. And what triple negative is, it's referred to a person who does not have any of the three receptors, okay? So the, a triple negative person would be negative for ER, PR, and ER2 receptors, okay? I think that's about it. So now I'm going to discuss the subtypes and this is what I term the dry stuff. So I'm going to try to make it as palatable as possible for you but I think it's important for you to know about subtypes because should you God forbid be diagnosed with breast cancer it is important for you to know about your subtype if you are diagnosed with breast cancer, it is important that you know the stage and the subtype. So here are the subtypes I would like to familiarize you with. There is HR positive, ER2 negative, also called luminal A. 73% of breast cancer cases are this type. It is the most common in all races 
ages and socioeconomic status. This type of cancer is easier to cure and the prognosis is better. Okay? In the next subtype, which is classified as HR negative, ER2 negative, also called triple negative, 13% of the cases are seen in this category, and this affects non-Hispanic blacks. It's the deadliest of all types of breast cancer. It has the worst prognosis, okay? And it is seen in every age and socioeconomic level in the black population. What? Now, the next one is HR positive, ER2 positive, and 10% of the breast cancer cases falls in this category. It is also called luminal B, and this is usually found a small geographic population, and its variation is by state. And the last category is HR negative or two positive, and this is seen in 5% of the breast cancer cases. It's also called ER2 enriched. This is the lowest rate and it's seen in all racial and ethnic groups. I'm not sure if I mentioned before, so I'm going to mention it here, that hormone receptors are proteins that receive hormone signals and cue the cancer cell to grow. If breast cancer cells get signals from the hormone estrogen, that could promote tumor growth. It is known as estrogen receptor positive or ER positive breast cancer. If cancer cells get signals from the hormone progesterone that could promote growth, then that is known as progesterone receptor positive breast cancer. Cancer that is ER positive or PR positive falls under the category hormone receptor positive or HR positive breast cancer. Okay, so the stew is thickening. So let's talk about the treatment of breast cancer. First, we have chemotherapy. There is hormonal therapy. Surgery, immunotherapy, bone marrow transplantation, targeted therapy, radiation therapy, and included in surgery we have mastectomy, which is complete removal of the mammary gland, and we have lumpectomy, which is an incision that is made and the lump and surrounding tissue around it is removed. One of the reasons why you need to know 
the type and stage of your cancer because there is an option for you hormonal therapy. So if hormone therapy fails, cancer cells will multiply. If hormone therapy is successful, it will block receptors and slow growth of cancer tumors. So it is very important for a BRCA patient to know their subtype so they can make informed decision along with their physician on treatment options and to assess the likelihood of the cancer returning. Family history and genetic information plays a vital role in the decision-making process. Okay. Now let's get to the jugular of this beast called breast cancer. What can we do to put a squeeze on this monster? On a monthly basis, we should do self-examination. Okay, and I'm gonna explain two methods or two ways you can self-examine. So, standing with your arm raised above your head, check each of your breasts and armpits for lumps or any hardness. Use the pads of your fingers and palpate your breasts in a circular motion up and down and in a wedge shape. Use a mirror and look for lumps or dimpling of skin. Also look for change in skin color or texture. Examine your nipple for deformity, color change, buildup of crusts, or leakage of fluids. Another way you can do this examination is to lay on a bed. So you would lay on the bed with your arms up above your head and you'll go through the same motions I just outlined. The only thing, instead of standing, you will be laying. All right? Ladies and gentlemen, in briefly summarizing the discussion I just went through about breast cancer, um, here's a summary. In this presentation, the following items were discussed. The breast or mammary gland is made up of special tissues and elements such as the lobules, lobes, ducts, and alveoli cells. I told you women get breast cancer more than men at a ratio of one in eight women compared with one in a thousand men. The risk factors, classification, and types of breast cancer were discussed. Also, the signs were also discussed. I gave you a list of diagnostic tests that were performed in order to diagnose breast cancer. And I explained common receptors, such as the PR or progesterone receptor, 
ER estrogen receptor and the ER2 receptor. But most importantly, you were introduced to how to perform a self-examination of your breast. I sincerely hope you have benefited from this discussion.